What's up, y'all? It's your boy Tafaiberg here again, and welcome to episode 10 of the Dream Conversion Podcast. In this episode, I'll be sharing both my experiences and methods used on how to overcome the lack of support from friends and families when you're chasing your dreams. So the big question is this. How are black people like us who were never taught how to actually chase our dreams or even run a business, how are we able to turn the thing that we have this deep burning passion for into a system that produces consistent and sustainable income that's the question and this podcast will give you the answer my name is tafari burke and welcome to the dream conversion podcast all right y'all so I know lack of support is something that a lot of dreamers face. Um, it's a problem that we have oftentimes with our friends and our families. And lack of support, it's not a good thing. You know what I mean? Like it can decrease motivation, your morale. Naturally, as humans, we thrive off a of human to human interaction and we don't like to feel alone. You know what I mean? And it sucks not having someone that you can be vulnerable with. Sometimes you're down and your morale is low. You want to have that person that you can just talk to and telling them what's going on and you just having that confidence and knowing that they'll be able to pick you back up. They'll empathize with you during your moments of weakness and not judge you. I mean, so having support is everything. And oftentimes it's the it's a make or break for a lot of people. So I just want to share some methods that I've used to kind of tackle that problem and also a unique experience I've had with lack of support because a lot of times also we are our own biggest enemies you know our mind and just the way we think sometimes stops us from getting support why i say that is us as dreamers we have blinders on oftentimes so once we're like in something or we have a vision we attack it relentlessly you know i mean spearheading it attacking it relentlessly so oftentimes because we're trying we're in the moment trying to chase the dream if somebody's not speaking our language or telling us what we want to hear sometimes it yeah i mean it doesn't resonate with us well and we we take it the wrong way and a lot of times we also don't analyze our entire situation in terms of like living circumstances and are we affecting the people around us by chasing our dreams and sometimes you know we can be a little selfish and that was the case in my experience so just to touch on my experience um after college i dropped out of college and i pursued dance full-time I was pursuing it for about, I want to say like three years. I'm still pursuing it, but the journey, it's just been rough in terms of support because growing up, my dad, especially, he always wanted me to play soccer. Like soccer is the sport of, you know, Jamaican culture, that cricket and track. I hated cricket and I'm a team player, so I love team sports more. So soccer was the thing that I, I guess that would be the only thing I'd want to play. I started playing soccer or whatever, and because of... I want to say situations with my team and my team ended up dismantling. So I went to high school and wanted to try out for my high school team. But my travel team wasn't based on like seniority. So my travel team, it was the best man played on my high school team. It was whoever was higher in terms of seniority. So seniors and and juniors would get more playing time than freshmen and sophomores, even if you were better than them. So I, I really didn't like that. And I like quit soccer because of that. I started falling more in love with basketball and that's what I started pursuing more. But it was funny because my dad, when I switched to basketball, that's where the that enthusiasm kind of stopped. When I was playing soccer, he would come to all my games and 
he would be on the sidelines like yelling and i remember so much moments where you know like he'd be the loudest person on the field like he'd be more louder than my coach the actual coach for the team and i have soccer teammates like old soccer teammates till the very day and we laugh about it he'd be telling me run back run back run back and he'd be screaming from the top of his lungs it was funny but that enthusiasm it was that enthusiasm that i always seen in him and when i switched to basketball it stopped he wouldn't ask like you know how was your game or you know did you go to practice or did you practice today it was none of that was there because he didn't want me doing basketball yeah you know i mean and it was the same for school in school he was always you know in tune but when i had stopped that's where like enthusiasm left and i guess it's because he was disappointed but that that enthusiasm i wasn't seeing it anymore and i started taking it more personal as years went by and i was pursuing dance because you know, I'd, I'd do these big gigs sometimes in these big music videos and, you know, I couldn't even share them with my parents because they, they, they it seemed like they didn't care. You know, like what what meant a lot to me working with this big artist, it was like, yeah, OK, that's cool. You know, and it, it was baffling because in my mind, I'm like, you know, I'm your son. I'm doing something that I love and, you know, I'm pursuing something that really means a lot to me. And, you know, your support would really mean something, you know, like you don't understand how much it would mean to me. So I started taking it very personal and I got into a dark space. It got into a point where I almost started hating my parents because of it. Again, I didn't have that support. And I remember there was times when literally I wouldn't come home because I didn't want to be in that environment. I'd wait outside until they went to sleep and I would come back in because I didn't want to see them. I didn't want to be anywhere around them, you know, but then I had to really look into myself and start taking accountability for some of the things I was doing. So when I got out of school, I had to pay back loans and my parents were the co-signers for my loans. But because I wasn't working now at the time, because I'd stopped, quit my job to pursue dancing full time, I was kind of at the expense of them. You know, they were paying my loans for me sometimes, some months I wouldn't give them anything because dance at that time, it was up and down. Sometimes I'd I'd be booked out for the month. Other times, like two months, I barely wasn't getting anything. So it was rough. And because, again, I was so blinded by just wanting to pursue the dream, I couldn't see that, you know, it was an expense to them and a big expense at that because my loans are about, what, a thousand plus per month. That's a lot in extra expenses to pay, especially if budget was already tight. So I kind of had them up for it. And it wasn't until, you know, I had like a little falling out with them. And when I went away from my last European tour, I kind of realized that, you know, I was selfish this whole time. And if I'm living under their roof and they're supporting me financially you can't you can't be mad like you have no reason to feel like you're not being supported because you're being supported bro if you're living in a house rent free or you're not paying a lot of bills you should never you should never fix your mouth to say that you're not being supported because your life could be a lot worse and you don't understand the privilege you even have by not having to pay so many bills. So I know you may not get the emotional support, but everything is full circle. You know, when you point one finger, four more are pointed back at you. So sometimes you have to evaluate yourself and ask yourself, you know, am I doing everything in my power to even support myself? How is me pursuing my dreams affecting the people around me? And, you know, sometimes, again, in my case, it was that where I was 
you know, a big expense to them. And when I really took accountability for that, when I got back and, you know, started actually saying to myself, you know, I need a job because it's bigger than me and I'm being selfish and I'm affecting my parents. Just that mental shift alone, I started getting all that support that I'd wanted, you know, because what it really was, was just communication. They wanted to feel like they were a part of my life. And not to say that I was blocking them out, but because we were on two different wavelengths, they were just trying to get me to get a job. I wasn't trying to hear that. So we weren't seeing eye to eye and that's where the communication had faulted. So definitely that's one of the action steps I'll say for today is first off, just take a step back and ask yourself, are you in any way being financially incentivized by staying in your parents' house or do your parents help you with finances? If it's a yes, then I'd want you now to really ask yourself, Am I in a place by them taking care of me financially to even ask for that extra emotional support? And in the perfect world, you know, in a utopia, yes, you'd want both. But, you know, again, you can't be ungrateful because there's people out here that have a lot worse than you. You know, at least you're you're you have a roof over your head where you're allowed to, you know, pursue your dream in a, in a comfortable environment, you know. So that alone is a blessing within itself. And the next thing is you have to really understand that your parents come from a different generation than you do we're growing up in the digital age and with the digital age there's a lot more opportunities we see a lot of things on social media that they don't see so we understand the opportunities we have in this day and age but they can't see that and for them their ideology was always you know school big job and stuff like that because that's what they were taught as well so sometimes it's a matter of people actually not understanding and don't know and i would say definitely like just don't fault them for it because it's, it's pointless sometimes talking to a brick wall and the biggest change you can make or the biggest impact you can make is just proving to somebody that you can, it can be done. Yeah, I mean, so if you're in a toxic environment right now, definitely just stop trying to stop trying to move that needle or, or try to persuade them, because once their mind is made up, they're thinking based off a belief system that was embedded in them for years. So it's kind of hard to break somebody out of that shell, you know, just like us. We've been taught things growing up from when we were kids. So, you know, sometimes it's going to be hard for us to break away from some of those beliefs because they're embedded in us. And it's the same thing with your parents. So. My action step for you now is if you're in that toxic environment, stop trying to talk about it and just fill your space with positive affirmations, meaning lock your space off, close your close your space. If it's in your room, whatever, try to lock it off in some way. That way your energy isn't being messed up. And if it's a case where you share a room or whatever the case may be, put on some headphones, bro, and look up motivational speakers, look up motivational videos just anything that d deals with self-development you can get some books anything that's gonna speak positive vibrations to you you need that i remember there was times when i would be in my house and it was so toxic because of the money situation everything i'd literally have to put on my headphones for the entire day and i would have like a playlist of just motivational stuff and people would be like that's crazy that's stupid but you don't understand but like your, your your mind is everything if you don't have a stable mind then you cannot pursue any dream the real way or in a real logical appropriate way you know so lock off your space make sure that you know you you take control of your mind and the things that are being fed into your mind put on those headphones get up those self-development those motivational videos those 
you know, books, anything like that, and just keep feeding yourself, keep feeding your mind, because like I said, without a stable mind, you won't be able to pursue any dream. I actually have a recommendation list of people who I follow personally anytime that I'm, you know, going through things like that. Um, And I'll include these in the show notes for you guys, but there's a guy named Prince Darnell. Yeah, he's somebody that, you know, teaches about like entrepreneurship, but just self-development and positive affirmations on a whole. Um, His wife, her name is Dana Chanel, another powerful leader, speaks about um, entrepreneurship and self-development. There's a guy named 19 Keys. Um, He talks just about, you know, black power and stuff like that, just things that empower you. And another guy named Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas, he's actually called like the hip hop motivational speaker or something like that but he he's very popular um powerful in terms of you know his delivery and he really speaks to you you know when you hear those when you hear his messages after hearing one of those you feel like you can conquer the world so definitely follow him and also tony robbins so i mean he's not a black guy but you know i'm i don't i don't discriminate when it comes to you know self-development for me because it's not about what the person look like is what they're saying. And does it resonate with me? You know what I mean? So I'm not going to hide anything from y'all. I, I follow Tony Robbins and I use him a lot. Uh, he understands psychology and how to, you know, get people to do things and get them motivated and stuff. And he's a big, 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 big motivator. So definitely check him out. Um, Gary V. He's one that talks a lot about, you know, chasing your dream and all of that stuff. So definitely follow him. He's always spitting gems and, like I said, just immerse yourself in positive affirmations. You know what I mean? Always be plugged up when you're at home. Anytime you're in that toxic environment, you know what I mean? Lock off your mind, take care of those ears so you're always in that right headspace and you always got something to counteract those negative vibes that's being thrown at you. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're under the financial support of your parents, definitely make strides to changing that. You know what I mean? If you, if you need to get an extra job, maybe you need to do that or not get the extra job and just deal with the fact that you're going to have to deal with the the non-support and use that as more motivation. I mean, if you want to take it a step further now, I'd say go on your social media, like any platform that you use the most, go on it and start to follow people who share the same interests as you. Because you never know, you might find somebody who lives in your area. You can start networking with them and link up with them a lot. I mean, so you don't have to be in your house as much. Because again, environment and just the things that you feed your mind is everything. So if it means you got to get out, link with somebody else or find a a friend that you call all the time and you guys are just, you know, bouncing affirmations off each other or just you have to increase your reach because if the only people you know or is around a lot are your parents or those negative friends or whatever, it's not going to be positive for you. So you need to network, find people who really do support you or even feed into you positively and just try to be around them as much as possible. You know, they, there's the old saying that your income is the average of what the top five people that you spend the most time around. And it's true, you know, so just change up your circle, protect your energy, protect your mind and always speak positive affirmations within yourself. Nice. I dream as I'm out here. Congratulations on listening to another episode of the Dream Conversion Podcast. Be sure to comment your thoughts, feedback, or anything in particular that resonated with you or that you learned throughout this episode. 
Also, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you stay up to date and you always get the latest episodes delivered directly to your phone. If you like this episode in particular, share it on all your other social media platforms and also be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tafari Burke. Be sure to write me and just tell me your thoughts. All right, Dream Converters, I'm out.